I want to talk to you about elections and kind of look at it from the perspective that I've seen it. First, we look to the Constitution and our United States Constitution under Article 2, Section 1, talks about how a president is selected. And it says very specifically that the state legislatures will determine how the electors are to be selected. So that means that our state legislature are the ones who design the requirements for the election process. They are the one who set the requirements for absentee ballots. They are the ones who set the requirements for the poll workers, uh, for the election day process, etc. So it is the state legislature that has to create the laws as to how they are going to affect a vote. Uh, and it also says that the electors cannot be a person who is holding an office of trust, which would include all legislators. Then in addition to the Constitution, there's the 12th Amendment. And the 12th Amendment has some very interesting language in it about getting the majority of the electors. It talks about if there's not a majority, what the alternatives are. And it does allow for Congress to vote on and select a president. But here's one thing you must be cautious of. The 12th Amendment says that two-thirds of the congressional seats must be present to create a forum to even have the vote. So in the United States, that would be, I believe I calculated 238 persons. So we have about 232 Democrats. So essentially, if the Democrats decided not to show up for the vote and they got a few Republicans to not show up, they could prevent that vote from happening. If they do show up, then each state gets one vote to select the president. It goes on to say that if the president has not been selected by March the 4th, that the vice president shall become the president under the um, provision that if there is a presidential disability, that the vice president would serve. So let's take a look at some of the ways that voting can go wrong, because that seems to be where we are. There are, of course, issues with the data collection machines on a local, a regional, a state, and a national level. There are questions about legality of the votes. Are the persons voting citizens? Are they felons? Are they incompetent? Are they deceased? Have they presented sufficient identification? And are they even old enough because they have to be 18 to vote? There are 328 million Americans by the 2010 census, and it's consistent with the 2019 report. <laughs> so I'm not sure if there's been, it was any significant change between 2010 and 2019, 
but the report is that as of 2019, there are 328 million Americans. The largest group of Americans is age 25 to 29, where there are 23.5 million Americans. There are 80 million Americans that are under the age of 18. So we also want to understand and look at the population of the cities. The top 10 cities are New York with 19 million, Los Angeles with 13 million, Chicago, 9.4 million, Dallas, 7.5 million, Houston, 7 million, DC, 6 million, Miami, 6 million, Philadelphia, 6 million, Atlanta, 6 million, and Phoenix, 5 million. Why is this important? It is important because if you look at the presidential races and the number of counties that a presidential candidate succeeds in, you will find that in this particular race, the race of 2020, and consistent with the race of 2016, the Republican candidate, Donald Trump, received the majority of the counties by many, many fold. 